Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 485, Dark Phoenix. Is it The Dark Phoenix? No, it's just, it's just, just Dark it's Phoenix. It's not X-Men, it's Dark not X-Men. Phoenix. It's, just, it's, it's just Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Dark Phoenix. X-Men, yeah. Marvel's like, yeah, you're not putting that X-Men tag yeah. in front of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they had already had all the marketing stuff in place before that transpired though right like well, they could say remove x-men off the top of that but i'm saying it had already no they were already rolling with dark phoenix they weren't calling it x-men dark no phoenix. it was already it was always called dark phoenix right yeah like they didn't disney didn't step in and say remove that oh no no that no. choice had been made yes. by yeah. fox yes but they yes. knew for a while they were going to be buying them yeah and it got major delay well, this is only in theaters because a couple executives <laughs> needed the bonuses tied to the theatrical release Look, that's we my just, we just need a little bit of a yeah. bump that's my theory. <laughs> I think that's a, a good theory. Yeah. To so have. Uh, I guess uh, let's go around the table and we can introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go there, rate, review, subscribe. You can also find us on the internet at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, you can join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to jer- join the League this week, it's, just, it's a shame Dan isn't here. It's oh, always a shame no. Dan isn't here. But he would be beside himself if he were this because we have a bunch of, of new, new show shows. Oh man. Oh, is this due to the MST three K? I'm assuming this is due to That's great to last week's uh surprise guest, Joel Hodgson, who stopped by to talk about uh, Godzilla for what he stayed awake of. I don't blame him. I feel his pain. <laughs> it felt very long. <laughs> it did. Uh, so uh, so here we go. Here are this week's League of Show Sharers. Victor F. F. Hernandez. Thanks for Victor. Uh John Mentz, Jordan Guerin, Dave Galvin, Brian Knapp, Jason Weesey, Travis Tewitt, Brent Smith, Jeff Soltes, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, Susan Carlson, Chris Magic Man, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Griffin Fox Smith, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Ralph Tribble, Lane LeVanway, Zara Vandekreek, Linnea Thunsell, Librarian Cynthia, Timmy Tuzunes, Aaron Marlowe, Chris Sanders, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, and Gabriel Lugo. So thank you very much for thank sharing you for the tuning show in. Guys. Yeah, and I'd like to know her musings of a cosplay witches because I have not heard her from her in a while. Uh, she, Dustin, uh, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, did she stop listening to the show? I'm sure they're still together, but what's up with that share? <laughs> share going on? Man, he's calling people out. I know. It's, yeah. It just used to go together. So yeah, well, I know. Always like, boom, boom. Yeah. Nerds at Night Gaming, musings of a cosplay. She changed her password, so now he can't. Just log he can't, in and share can't do it, it for just, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you would like to join the League of Show Shares, we would love to have you. And also, don't forget our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So uh, five bucks a month gets you bonus content. And uh, occasionally we dip into that pool of people to uh, find a guest. Yeah. Didn't do it this week. For some reason, no, no one wanted to come on for the Dark Phoenix episode. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. That was our Strange. Gi- that was our gift to you. We didn't put you on the spot <laughs> yeah. and ask you to do this episode. And I guess we should start with uh, my streak has ended. 
Oh yeah, this is the first time we've done an episode where I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, look at that. So four hundred plus episodes. Jet setting, and then ah, he came back and went to jet, every event in St. Louis. Jet flying, limousine ride. Yeah, it was a it was a busy weekend because <laughs> I, I well, yeah, we got back from Mexico on Monday and you then flew had, to Boston for Game Seven. <laughs> yeah, of what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then had to pick up. Uh, we we landed at five thirty and then picked up and then had to go right back to the airport to pick up my son from the airport from se- at seven thirty because he was getting back from Europe. After he was stranded for two days. Oh, really? Yeah, the American Airlines really mucked it up, crapped the bed, and and uh, and he was stuck for like two days in Dallas. Fort Did they Worth. take care of it? They gave us like a hundred and seventy-five dollar voucher. Oh. Like, oh, that'll buy back two days of your Europe trip. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, wow. But uh, oh, and then yeah, and so then Tuesday I had to see the next movie yep. for that we're doing on the next episode, and then I saw Mark Marin. That's, how was that? Cool. He was funny. He was yeah. really good. It was interesting because as uh, we were we were leaving, this, as the room was letting out, and it was sold out, so it's probably 350, 400 people okay. in a place like that because he was at a club. He's, oh, okay. He was at a comedy okay. club. And uh, I'm like, oh, I should specify because most markets he plays theaters, but sure. for some reason yeah. he played a club here. I wonder if there was something playing at Stifle. I don't know, but then he could have done the Fox. Or, oh, like, there's a true. lot of options, yeah, sure. you know. Um, two shows at the pageant, something. But right. anyway. Uh, as we're leaving, the room's letting out, so it's a big crowd, sold out crowd, and uh, and then standing there, just like off in a corner, Mark Marin. Wow, no, nobody's paying any attention to him what? at all. Really? Like, he yeah. sells out the room. How he's, does no one? Get and they're talked? there for him, right. and he's just standing there. And I'm like, and so I just kind of walk over. I'm like, hey, can I have a picture? And he's like, sure. <laughs> So how strange to that's, sell a place out in there. So I was like, oh, let's go to the bar yeah. and get some drinks. Well, it was weird because we were sitting. Uh, I bought tickets right when they went on sale. So we ended up in like the second row we, uh, of table. So we were super close to the stage. And uh, if you're looking at the stage, we were off to the right. And then there's like this little pipe and drape thing that hides the door for the dressing room where they're oh, at. Okay. And the drape hadn't been pulled all the way. And I could see into the dressing room just a little bit, the couch. And so I was going <laughs> see if he was sitting on the couch. So I was kind of keeping an eye on it. And then I look up and like he had like come out of the dressing room this is about 10 minutes before the show starts and he's just kind of standing next to the pipe and drape looking at the room on the stage nobody notices man and i'm looking at him (laughs) and then he looks over and looks at me and he he kind of has like an like an oh no like an uh (laughs) uh-oh and i just kind of smile at him and he like nods and i nod and then he goes back inside i had a moment i had a moment that's nice now did you ask him to be on the podcast (laughs) now God, can you imagine? <laughs> yes, how many people must hit him up for oh, that? Oh, for sure. And all I could think of is like whenever you go to one of those Kevin Smith Q and A's, right? That's yeah. exactly. What it's the, just can you? I have a podcast. I have a can podcast. You, right? Would you be on my podcast? No. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, no. No. I won't. The gall of some people. Yeah. Like just you to ask, have the you, common sense to understand. Yeah. You could ask me. I'll be on your podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they know that's why they don't ask. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. That's a conscious choice. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So and then the next night. We went and saw John Cusack. That's yeah. pretty cool. And so I well, got, we got to meet him as well. We get it. You're busy, but me and Joe had to see this movie. Yeah. So your little talk of maybe we don't do the episode <laughs> is not working. <laughs> well, I figure that's that much. I just killed that's, seven minutes. Yeah, about seven minutes. Seven well, minutes of us not of me not having to talk about this movie. That's well, good. we've got some box office to talk about yeah. for all you fans of the box office. And I know that you're out there. So Dark Phoenix opened to the lowest opening of any X-Men movie ever. 
do you? It's like I think it's the twelfth it movie in the series. Uh, you including Deadpool? I mean, these things have been coming out, not adjusted for inflation or anything. I mean, you would think that they started in two thousand. Yeah, you would think over time, you know, over almost twenty years, that people they're still making these things. There's been some really successful ones, and so even if a movie wasn't going to do that well. I just can't imagine it being the lowest of all of them. The first, the... I think people are just kind of done with it. I, th- I mean, it's. I mean, you see this Superman four. It, yeah. This is the quest for peace of the. Oh, X-Men you ain't kidding, yeah. brother. That's... This is Batman and Robin of the X Men. Yeah, franchise. I mean, you, true because see... we had Apocalypse, which I guess would have been like three. And then they're like, yeah. when you come out with a fourth one, Superman or this X Men, you're also, like, also like they they screwed up their own. Like I'd have to go back and re. But didn't Days of Future Past reset this entire timeline? Yeah, it, it's, it's it's so mu- it's so muddled and murky. Well, and, and then they have well, we'll get into that. But yeah. let's talk about box office real quick first. So this movie ends up opening to thirty two million dollars. Thirty two yeah. Shazam, which <laughs> no one's ever heard of outside comic readers, right. opens to fifty five million. Yeah, X Men thirty two million dollars. That's and insane. I kind of think <laughs> what why you don't see this very often is that you know they're their algorithms and prognosticators have gotten better at predicting when people are done with a movie oh, or sure. a franchise and so they 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 bail on it at a higher level the threshold they when they see the law of diminishing returns kind right. of coming faster and so you know they so when all of a sudden they see a franchise like this and it, it opens to 60 million then they're just like we're done here. Right. You know? This is our last one. And because Fox doesn't have, they have a, nothing. a whole well, stable of, they of franchises. They don't need anything now. Well, not now, yeah. but but previously. <laughs> sure. That's so they, they, well, they had uh, Alien. was them, right? Okay. But those are the same thing. Those Correct. All, all totally those, agree. All those sequels, you know, pseudo sequels. Two, two is, the, is the only sequel that's worth a damn. Yeah, and they've been trying to like revive that thing, yeah. and, and it's been meh. Yeah, and then Predator, same thing, right? Same, same. And bu- so they they just so they kind of have to stick with it, right? And I think also before the buyout, they didn't want to give up the rights, so they're like, well, we have to keep making these movies, or we'll lose the rights. Sure. And I also think there's no Wolverine. I, I yeah, didn't... you know, they built him up and they injected him in stories where Wolverine wasn't normally right, right. because he was the guy. And they killed him off. So it's like, what do you expect? Like they, they the reason. Him off. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Well, sure yeah, no. but they yeah, yeah. killed him off like twenty years in the future on the right. time. Like they yeah. could have still put him in this movie. No, he's, that's he's true. in. That's he's true. in yeah. Apocalypse. Gene's the one that sets him loose. In, yeah. as when he's Weapon X. But you're right. But I mean, yeah, they killed him off in the future. You're right. But then we knew that was his last X Men movie. Right. So it's like until so, Marvel's like, oh, by the way, here's two hundred no, million dollars. He's too old now. <laughs> no, it's, he I, can't. I don't think though. I I don't. I, I don't think it has anything to do with age or money. I think it has to do with the fact that he they don't want to do it. They don't the want to. I don't think they would want to bring in an actor from the Fox stuff from the Fox stuff playing the same character. Yeah, yeah. I think they they're going to want to draw a very a very hard line in the sand. And and well, no, wait a minute. They're bringing in Deadpool into the MCU. Absolutely, but he never really coexisted yet. Sure all they did, he was I a mean, little bit. No, but he he, walk, one cam- he walks no, in when one, the X Men are all there. Like I said, no, he did one this one cameo scene. He never really. It, it wasn't enough for them. Like they've got something that they cannot throw away. They can't. I don't it, disagree. But I'm just saying, it's like, also a guy in a mask. Yeah, but or, he, he barely wears that mask. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds Aww. barely wears that mask. I think it's different. It, you haven't. Wolverine has been in every X Men movie. Bar totally one. agree. 
Correct. Deadpool has been in his own movie with B-level characters and in another movie with B-level characters and a cameo. It's not the same thing. I'm just you saying, know what I like mean? The, if they're, I, if, I think if also, they're introducing the multiverse but, into, but the I MCU. also think Deadpool has the advantage of he's the court jester who Correct. breaks the fourth wall, and he can make a joke about, about that. Yeah. Right. You can't inject Wolverine into a storyline, and ha- he can't do that. And just no. completely forget that he was in, yeah. fifteen other movies. I, I do think he's getting too old though, too. I mean, he said it. It takes him too long to get in shape. It's like he's getting older and more jacked for every movie. Yeah, right, he right. can't do that. Like right. he's he's touring now. He's making a ton of money going on world tours and everything. Like he's making plenty of money doing the Broadway stuff he loves and he And just... I think they want to give X-Men a break. Oh, I think yeah. you're totally right. I, I think my guess is that we'll see Fantastic 4 yes. and they'll they'll go through Fantastic 4 on this next cycle because there's no love for that property yeah. for the Fantastic Four, not from not the cinematic standpoint, not at all. Yeah. And but there, even though X Men has been hit and miss, there there is love for the X Men, sure. for some of them, and certainly there's love for Wolverine. So I, th- I mean, if if it were me anyway, I'm like, let's do this next give cycle give of like movies, five, years. five to seven years. Let's do this next cycle of movies, and as we incorporate Fantastic Four, let X Men take a take a breath, right, and then. People will be excited to see it again because to try and bring X Men back now, to, no, it's not a good idea. After this turd, no. and I haven't seen it, but I just mean I know people are not liking it, and it didn't make any money. Right. It's just now it's got the stink of failure on it, and I think, I think Disney, nobody wants to lose money, but I think this movie failing did them a huge favor. Oh, that's absolutely. true. Absolutely, it was a nice clean break. If where this it's... movie had been a hit, if this movie had opened to one hundred and twenty million dollars, and they were and people were still passionate about it, and they said no more, and then they yeah. now would be like, well, now what do we do? Now we have yeah. to go. Now to You're right. This is a this really good way to. And, I mean, you know? I don't think they deliberately tanked this no, movie. No, no. I, no. They'll but, take the money if they can get it. They just spent seventy yeah. billion. Simon, Simon Kinsberg tanked this movie. Yeah, but this is this. If this movie had made one hundred and twenty million dollars, it would have been the equivalent of like you know a quarterback controversy in oh, football yeah, of yeah. like oh geez now what do we so do so wait the guy you have that just won the MVP you're gonna bench because you got a, somebody new yeah because you like, got a rookie who's right. hot no, yeah like it doesn't make any sense so I mean they I think they are ultimately probably secretly happy yeah that in the long run it's a very easy answer now there's another movie floating around out there that new mutants movie. Like that that still exists. Yeah. Like it got out delayed. In, out it's still set for release. Like, who knows? Maybe. Well, no, I mean it is. Is it, it just got delayed? Oh, yeah. okay. With reshoots yeah. and who knows what else. Yeah. And I still just, wouldn't be surprised to see that just pop I up on a, either. on a streaming platform. Come November. Yeah. Disney's like, Oh yeah, here's New Mutants. I don't think they're it's a rated R though. I don't think they're gonna do that on Disney Plus or But whatever, that but right? that's what Hulu's for. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but not oh, Disney, sure, but sure. talking yeah. about November. Yeah, right. I mean, you could yeah. release it somewhere else, sure. But no, but, I mean, they bought Hulu for yeah. that reason. So, so they, to release the, it's, I think the, it's like their the, touchdown. I think the Fox stuff will live on Hulu. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and the the edgier Marvel stuff will be on Hulu. And, uh, and you Give know. Give me that Moon Knight show. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I know. I got that. So do I. <laughs> I don't have number one, but I got the. I got the first appearance. Yeah. Werewolf, Werewolf by Night. I got that Stephen Platt one. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's so good. to add insult to injury, we're not done here yet. So then. Shoot. Opening. I'm always up for insulting things. <laughs> well, so Dark Phoenix opened up, and we'll give you the weekend total in a second, but it made $14 million Friday of opening week. 
Then on this Friday, second week, it made $2.3 million, which is an 83.2% drop. So here's the deal. I get it. People aren't excited. They know Marvel bought uh, X-Men. They're going to come back in the MCU. They're like, I don't really care about this movie. Okay, so it doesn't do well. Then I think it's summer. You know, People are like, well, let's go see something. I'm curious, whatever. I mean, I'm thinking at least maybe it has a 50% drop because it was already so low in the beginning. Sure. Right. But for the fact, I mean, if you had any question of whether or not people cared about this movie, it is the largest drop of any superhero film in history. How many, can you see how many actual X-Men, not counting Deadpool, but how many X-Men movies there were? Um, I can I can definitely give it a shot. Okay. But uh, the, so only reason, the only reason I say that is because in these two separate franchises, right, We've had the same story twice. So X-Men 3 The Last Stand is the Dark Phoenix. Both written by Simon Kinberg. Yeah. Like, dude, there's 70 years of X-Men stories you can tell. And both coming too soon. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no reason. Dark Phoenix is their end game. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly. It's even their Infinity War. Right. You couldn't let Endgame be the be the third movie no, in the franchise. No. Like you had to do all this the reason it works is because of the the twenty film prologue Correct. that precedes it. You need at least one movie at least one movie to get you to Dark Phoenix. You know what I mean? Like and I would argue you need more well, than I that. Well I mean I need one movie to set up Dark Phoenix. Not like like Gene Gray doesn't become Dark Phoenix in one sitting. Right. Like there's Well, this was supposed to be a two part movie. But I mean like and so there's I a don't whole... even think that's enough. Yeah, yeah like, you the need the tragedy, tragedy of it. Yeah, the tragedy to... of it comes from the fact that you're invested in this right. character. And you can't do that in two movies. She needs to get the power of the Phoenix in like the first movie. And then by the time you get to the fourth movie yeah. is where it all but, right, Well, we'll loose. get into it, but that's the other main problem. Do you guys remember X-Men Apocalypse? Yeah, it was she awful. She has the power then. I know, which is not like... And then they totally change how she gets <laughs> yeah. it in this. She just got it last movie, and they gave it to her again in the next movie. So anyway, real quick, um, the two highest grossing X-Men movies are Deadpool movies. That's crazy I mean, to me. But seriously, I have like, a hard time counting those as quote-unquote X-Men yeah. movies. But, but it's I just mean, funny that in, those yeah. two are the high, you know, of well, all the great movies they've had. You've got The Last Stand, which uh, is, you know, but it was the that's third. The, and that's the old Brett Ratner, uh, Brian Singer switcheroo. And there were not a lot of superhero movies back then. Yeah. So what it was still, was again, still building on the success. 2006. So uh, we're right before MCU. So that's a year before, right? Because Iron Man was what, 07? Yeah, that sounds right. So we're a year out and <laughs> Marvel's like, or I'm sure Fox is like, oh, no. Yeah, and then but I mean, then you have Days of Future Past, Logan. You know, we're getting to the newer ones, right. which were successful and and they were good. Um, and then you go to all the old stuff, and then Apocalypse is way down there. First Class is way down there. Which should now be down Dark there. Phoenix. That's, a, that's a First, good class, First Class is that yeah, might be my favorite. But that one. was but that was when people were like, uh, we're not trusting these X Men. Yeah, movies. sure. But that, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Dark Phoenix number twelve though. Uh, it is Oof. it is they are thinking going to make less than a hundred million dollars oh domestic in its run. Um, you know the only saving grace they have, which it's not much, but it has made a hundred and fifty million overseas as these tend That's to do. The way yeah. do so fifty one million domestic, a hundred and fifty overseas. So they might make back you know part or you know most of its budget. If, yeah, if they can get eighty ninety percent in the bank and kill this franchise. Good dad, yeah. take it out so behind they, the shed and put a so they can head. reboot it within the MCU. Yeah, 
I'd oh, call yeah. that a win, man. Oh, yeah. Pay Absolutely. A few, <laughs> pay a few million to have a nice, clean break. Yeah. 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 Nobody's going to be complaining when they tell you they're done making it. <laughs> yeah, no right. one's going to remember this movie yeah. when it's all said. No. I'd, I've seen it, and I don't remember it. You I, know, I, I mean, I just, saw it yesterday. So You know, I, me too. I've seen it, and <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, don't remember it. it. So my streak is a lot. You got neuralized. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, that's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Sorry. 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 So speaking of the Men in Black coming up in the next one, $28 million. Oof. So man, the dregs, yeah, I think dregs people of are, summer. I just I think these studios are so desperate for franchises that they're seeing the, they're seeing franchises where there aren't any. Because oh sure, I mean there's been this is the fourth Men in Black movie. Yep, and they've made one good one. Oh, three's good. Three is good. Three was in. Eh. Three's fun. Three's there was I like moments that were good, but yeah. I mean it felt three felt more like dash. one. Yeah, yeah. There's no. There's not. It was a hit movie, but right. it's not something that people have like deep passion for. And it was a hit movie because of the personality mm-hmm. of yeah. of your star. Absolutely, it's, there was the star power that drove that. And you think it's a franchise because it's sci fi and it's got this nerdy vibe and and it's based on a comic book and and you think a you got indie, something. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, what you got was a really good Will Smith movie, and now you're trying to make it without Will Smith. And, I mean, you basically just tried to trick everybody into going to see the next Karate Kid. Yeah, that's true. And and they didn't fall it for didn't, it. Nope. They, they didn't, didn't fall for it. Yeah, which is weird considering the success of Ragnarok. Like, you know, it's the same people. It's it the just same. shows that it's like it's the that's a franchise that people are into, though. It's right. not just the stars. I th- and I, yeah, I mean, I think, I you know, I don't know. And I like Chris Hemsworth, but I don't know that people like Chris Hemsworth. Enough they like Thor. Thor yeah. yeah, him and as they, Thor is perfect. Right? Like and they just—they haven't made that distinction right in their heads of like. I mean, he's, maybe that's why he signs the new deal. Yeah. You oh, know? I mean, he said he'll make as many of those as he wants. Sure. Like oh, he's, sure he knows what side is bread, yeah, oh, right. bread is buttered on. But I think that like, like. Iron Man was a star-making turn for Robert Downey Jr. I I mean, I know he was already a name, but his star had faded and it reestablished. Oh, right. But I don't know that any of them have become star... I take that back. Chris Pratt. But with the exception of Chris Pratt, I don't know that anybody has taken a Marvel movie and become a star. A star in the sense that people will watch them in the next non-Marvel movie. I think Chris Evans could if he wanted to keep making movies, but he he hasn't done it, so we don't know. But But he doesn't want to, though. I think he's got so much money now, he can actually just all do what he, do what he wants. But I think he's one as Captain America. Like yeah. I think he's become a star, I but I don't I, think boy, he, I don't know. I feel like I love him as Captain America, yeah. but I really don't care about anything. I I can't other than the fact that I know he was in Fantastic Four, I don't right. know that I can name another Chris Evans movie. Not you see Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer was really good. Is that the train one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was he good. He was really oh, good yeah. in that. Yeah. So I, I think forgot it was him it. though. The losers. No. So I like But so I mean like Chris Hemsworth is, I mean... Uh, we liked him in that, uh, what was the... Uh, he was great in Ghostbusters. He yeah. was in Rush. He was really great. Rush was and, the one I was thinking and, of. Uh, um, no, he's done good stuff. You no, know, he's sure. good. It's just he's not a like Will Smith A-list blockbuster star. Right, right. Even though he's in Cabin huge in movies. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that's great. You know, I mean, he's done great stuff. It's just there's there's that intangible quality sure. between being someone who stars in movies and being a movie, being star. A movie star. Yeah, yep. there's and a I, lot of great art house actors yeah. that are just amazing, but they'll never be Tom Cruise. They'll right. never be, you know, they're not on that level, but they're amazing actors. Right. And he just hasn't found that yeah. role yet. That he role. might. I hope yeah. he does cuz I, I like him. He's yeah. funny, he's, he's really good. He's really funny. It's nice to see somebody who's like that. <laughs> like 
chiseled and good looking sure. but, and still funny. Yeah. Like you I don't thought he was hilarious in Ghostbusters. Yeah. He is hilarious. And he almost in improv. He's good at improv. Yeah. 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 It's and so I, I you yeah. know, I hope it happens for him, but yeah. yeah. And ain't well, gonna be in minimal. No, well, it's not. I think he's got plenty of money. So either way, I won't cry yeah. too much yeah. for him. Um but anyway, so yeah, we'll get into that movie next episode. But yeah, it's I'm I'm kind of excited about this happening, not for anything personal of the people involved in that movie, but this making franchises out of things that don't need to be. Sure. You know, this continuous well, X-Men needs to be a franchise. I'm talking about we're talking about Men oh, Black. Still Men Black. Okay, so, right. I mean, the the fact is they keep trying to reboot, remake. Let's make everything a franchise because MCU did it. Didn't they want to do a crossover with? Yeah, I, I would have been totally down with that because those guys are. Could geniuses. you? Well, I mean, like, so give me the Chris Lord, Phil Miller. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Apply their comedy to Men in Black with, with the twenty with one, the one Jump, Jump Street, Street guys. Come on. That's what I'm saying. Those guys are geniuses. That That's why I, I liked Solo, but I still wanted to see their version because I I think they're great. But anyway, I'm just excited because maybe Hollywood Re- is going to release a Lord and Miller cut. Yeah, <laughs> they. Uh, I think Hollywood is maybe going to stop. I'm not saying they're if they think it can make money, they'll keep doing it. But this is showing that you can't just slap a, a logo of an existing property on a movie and people just show up to see it they anymore. anymore i think you could have and you know why 10 years ago you know why no because of all these streaming services oh for sure there are so many movies on netflix hulu amazon hbo shutter showtime cinemax yeah. shutter yeah uh i mean uh the criterion channel whatever that one's called now oh, yeah. spectrum originals that what is a thing. No. spectrum our cable company has its Spe- own movies now yes yeah, spectrum has their own <sighs> original shows how sad would you have to be as an actor if you're like <laughs> hey i got cast in a tv show this is so exciting oh Oh, it's a it's spectrum. It's a spectrum original. <laughs> oh, oh. To be oh. fair, they probably said that about Amazon when Amazon started. Yeah, but Amazon I mean, it was a, out of the sto- a bookstore. You know right, what I'm saying? You know. I'm just saying, yeah. like, to be fair, they're working actors, and yeah, it they're might happy be the to next, get the paycheck. It might be the next big thing or whatever. But I, I know what you it mean. Seems unlikely. You know? <laughs> so. Anyway, so let's get into this movie. Let's get yeah. into X Men. I, I think we should we'll t- kill twenty five minutes. That's yeah, that was good yeah. because there's not much to say. But I will also there really is. I will also say this though. Going into this movie, of course, everyone thought it was going to be a disaster. It's very similar to the Aladdin thing, right? Yeah, like it's, right. it's so bad, it looked bad. I even in the trailers that I caught when I was in a theater, you know, I don't like to watch them, but I saw them. And I'm like, this looks terrible. I don't like Sophie Turner. Like everything about this Do you not movie. Like, did you not like her on Game of Thrones either? No. Okay. No, okay. not at all. I don't think she's good at all. All right. Um, and I didn't like that character, but I think she's bad. But either here nor there. I'm just like, this movie has nothing appealing. I told people, as much as I love superhero stuff, like, if I didn't have to see this for the show, I really had no interest in seeing this movie. Like, get rid of it, join the MCU, I'm done with X-Men. But honestly, I mean, I sat there, I was in an IMAX theater with one other person. That's how I knew the box office would not be good. (laughs) Opening weekend, one person. I was bored out of my skull. But see, I wasn't. And that's the thing. Like, I was perfectly entertained by this movie. I don't think it was great by any means. But I actually liked a lot of the subject matter as far as them dealing with the the things they bring up about superheroes and and you know struggling um professor x struggling with I did with appreciate that they made him the villain of this movie. Yeah, like yeah. because when you look at them and they're calling him out on his stuff you're like, yeah, yeah, like they no, brought yeah. up some really interesting things with superheroes and then also I always think it's interesting when you bring in the police and the government and like, well how would people deal with superheroes? They're great until they use their powers to do something bad right. and then it's like you've got to regulate it. You have to shut it down because they're in oh, danger. Team Iron Man. Is that Team Iron Man? Yeah. Iron Man was all about. Is it? So okay. in, in, in the in the comic book Civil War, Iron Man's like, 
we need to be regulated because whatever happened, yeah, we he's like yeah. regulated. Of course, we need to be regulated. Right? Like, this he, is cr- he, like, he we talks, have too much power. Yeah. He talks Spider Man into revealing his identity on live yeah, TV. Right, yeah. And Captain America's like, no. Like once they start interfering, you know, it's yeah. weird that the guy who wears the flag on his chest is like, too much government interference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so. I really think it's interesting the things they brought up with this movie. And I think there were some really bad choices made uh, trying to force Mystique onto this team over and over and over. Like, she's three movies too deep into this series. And then she does not want to be there. Yeah. She has no interest in being there whatsoever. I mean, if that wasn't Jennifer Lawrence... Right. Oh, it, yeah, she it wouldn't, wouldn't even be a thing. They she had a be, star. That, that character, yeah. They, they had a star locked in for G. Oh, yeah, right. And, you know. We're using it every chance we can. And right. you can tell she is not she happy is about it. Like, she's locked in. There. They got her cheap and early, and now she has to do it. And it's like, she's just bored. But you know what? Spoilers if you haven't seen this movie. She's yeah. not in it for long. Here's the thing. Don't, does, I, not, I haven't seen the movie, so yes. my, my first question about Mystique. Does she eat a baby? No. Damn it. No, she that's just she, she had a one deal, yeah. one picture deal for that, and that's it. Here, I'm I'm honestly surprised they didn't kill more people. They should have had her eat triplets Ooh, yeah. and then spread it out over multiple, over multiple films. films. Yeah, See? that's a good idea. Should have been a producer. Good thinking. So, you know what I mean? Like if they knew this was their last one, they knew that this was it. Kill everybody. What are we why are we not killing Because I don't think two years ago when they started out that they necessarily knew that. I guess that's all true. this has happened in the middle or the end of production and post production. Like yeah. this has been two years of it floating around in the Disney deal. The ink just dried in March or whatever. Yeah, I guess so that's I mean true. so that went on for a year, but so they're filming this and they didn't know. And so I think I think it was all up in the air. I think they had a couple really good movies and they had Apocalypse, but you know what? You can't hit a home run each time. If Apocalypse was bad and this was awesome, everyone would forgive him, you know. Right, but right. but unfortunately, it didn't go that way. But but they kill her off, and so this whole movie though really is about um, the X Men turning on Professor X. It's a very uh, independent feeling superhero movie. Yeah, like it's a very small movie unless until we get to the big, you know, the yeah. the set pieces. But for the most part, it's very introspective and like it's Hank McCoy saying like you've. You screwed us over. Yeah. Like, this is your fault. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. The whole thing starts off with uh, Professor X sends them into space to help the astronauts. Yeah. And their ship has, is stranded, By a broken down. Or, solar fire. Yeah, so they can't do anything. So he sends the X-Men into space, and, and Mystique is not really wanting to do it. But he's like, we don't leave anyone behind. We can save them. So against her will, and she's the team leader now, of course, Mystique, yeah. oh, team leader sure. of the X-Men. <laughs> You know, because you know, let's not forget she's also Rogue and Nightcrawler's mother. Yeah, just putting that out there. That's yeah, a, and, yeah and where did Rogue is Rogue gone? Now? We haven't got we haven't uh, caught. So yeah. like so technically this is eight years before the first X Men. Yeah, so this is nineteen ninety two. Because of the way they've all aged. So also well. like you know at least in Days of Future Past they they leaned into the seventies. Yeah. This one, they're like, no, no, no. You just wear whatever you it's, want. Yeah. Like, if you look like you're in 2019, that's There's fine. no attention paid to None that None whatsoever. Of stuff. But Except so, for, like, a corded phone. Yeah. So so the whole thing it's, is they go up to space. It's like season five on of Happy Days. <laughs> Right. Where it's like none of you look like it's the fifties. <laughs> yeah. You're 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 feathering your hair, right? It's like not this, a thing anymore, yeah. or yet, or yet. Yeah. So they rescue one or two of the astronauts, they re- the, the bulk of them, but the the team leader is still inside. Yeah, there's one left, and they're about to leave, and and Xavier's like, yeah, he's like, no, no go back in. And then, and uh, Jean Grey is, is you know, they have this backstory about her and that she's, you know, really nervous to use her powers and such. And Professor... Well, I don't think she's nervous. Like, she 
the, the Professor X, what he basically does, and he puts he puts a bunch of mental blocks into Jean's brain to stop her from feeling uh, pain about. Like, he blocks out memories, basically. So he kind of does the one thing that he's trying to undo for Wolverine in X Men One and Two. Like he does it to Jean, where he's yeah. blocking out her memories. Uh, and then so she jumps into the ship with Nightcrawler, who I got to tell you, that kid sucks. Like, I know they're trying to duplicate what they did with Alan Cummings, but like that was a once in a lifetime performance and nobody else is going to duplicate that. It like, doesn't bother me. Oh, but man, he was terrible. Yeah. Uh, so he phases into the ship. Gene is holding it together because she's exerting so much power. It attracts the phoenix force which is what this is which if you remember in apocalypse she she's had, already got she it. had it but somehow she doesn't now so yeah. it's it's just so weird to retcon a movie that isn't a reboot that wasn't five movies ago or 30 years ago like we literally just <laughs> saw her with the phoenix. i think a phoenix was in the air and flames beca- above she, her like she breaks out of a house she and did she's surrounded she by did a phoenix, the, phoenix. It, the final scene was entirely filmed in arizona <laughs> yeah it, everything <laughs> right. was there so hot yes. and then in this movie the thing gets her and it's like okay she's got the phoenix force now oh, cool oh, oh okay i That's didn't a, know she didn't but okay we were under the impression she had it yeah. already but all right so, so she gets that and they think that they've lost her but she's, o- she's, she's okay fine. and she's more powerful than ever right and which is i mean so in the in the comics it's this is a two it's like a two-part thing and it starts in like 1976 i think where gene uh tries to fix the mcron crystal Google it. I'm not going to get into it. It's way too Please long to don't. get into. Thank God. And that's how she has. The, that's how she becomes the Phoenix. About four years later, that's when the Dark Phoenix story hits. And they've done actually, honestly, the best adaptation of this is the animated series. Yeah. The animated series nails the Dark Phoenix saga almost to a T. It's a good series. Yeah. Well. Okay. Oh, uh, it, 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 I mean, it does not. I don't think the animation doesn't really hold up. That opening credit sequence definitely holds up. That was great. Uh, but like. This story, you can't do in two hours. It's you cannot do this. the The Dark Phoenix saga to me is probably one of the first times that Marvel entered into that next step in storytelling. So it's yeah, Chris it was Claremont. It's one of the first times that like a superhero comic you could read it and go, "Oh, this is for grownups." Yeah, yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah. So like, I think it was Chris Claremont and Dave Cochran. I think did the first part, and then Chris Claremont and John Byrne did the actual dark phoenix saga and that was during that time where the x-men the uncan like the they're doing some serious stuff in that book but was this before the dark knight returns and watchmen and uh all that so stuff? it was 1980 yeah yeah oh wow okay yeah i, th- I think that's right because yeah. the first part is like 76 or 77 and then the dark phoenix oh wow is, is 80 okay so yeah like, i didn't realize ba- it was yeah so i mean like that. neil adams and chris claremont were killing it on yeah the i mean i don't and... think you would have had a watchman or dark knight yeah. without no. so this is the without, one that, okay. without this what is, the x-men was doing yeah this that, is like the odyssey yeah they, of, of modern story they comics. took that and was when they saw that that you could do that yeah. oh we can tell stories like this yeah. well then do i got something for you okay. Okay. Then, I mean, and then got they upped it hard traveling heroes with danny o'neill and neil adams you know the infamous cover of speedy shooting heroin into his arm like yeah. that's a cover of a comic book yeah at mm-hmm. one point well that predates this it though. does yeah. yeah so like it the those those 70s comic creators frank miller is part of that group alan moore chris claremont neil adams uh denny o'neill those guys were starting to trickle into the main like they were getting the uncanny x-men at that point wasn't a popular book but it wasn't what it became but it becomes that number one the highest gross the highest selling issue of all time because off the backs 
of what they were of what Claremont was doing. Well, let's talk about what they do here in two hours. So basically, the whole show it all. (laughs) The whole movie is about Professor X wanting to send the X Men into battle to help people but then you see him reaping all the rewards he's right. meeting with the president and on the news everyone's like oh thanks to professor xavier and all his mutants so they're building him up as this huge hero more so than the actual people doing the stuff right and and raven and and uh, eventually that? um hank, hank yeah. see him as putting them in danger to further his own right he doesn't care about the, them he just yeah. wants to it, that, that x that line that she gives i was like well that was that was a little heavy handed about like all the it should be called the X women. Given I, did, I, was that was, like, I know that was another and line look, that was just I, so... I thoroughly enjoy the end game moment of all of the female heroes coming together behind Captain Marvel, which is fine. Yeah. But I enjoy that scene a lot. I love online actually seeing there are a lot of women online. They're like, yeah, no, that was bad. Like okay. it, it's, it's not like every woman automatically went. Yes, because it was women. No, like I, they, I, there's people out there that do recognize that was I thought it was. I don't have a problem with it. I if yeah. people have a problem with it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but I thought that that line, which if you enjoyed it too, Katie loved it. I'm not saying yeah. that that's bad either. I just mean it's not a like I'm the only person. that Oh, thought that no, stood no, out. no. There's a, quite a few yeah. people. But that the, she she basically says the women around here are doing all the work and you're getting all the benefits. Like this should be called the X women. Yeah, it was like, a bad. What are you doing? Like, why <laughs> is that line even like he wasn't even making a comment about women? Like that wasn't because I thing, feel and... they felt they had to. I think they feel that every movie is making that statement. Yeah, and they do there's a lot that do it well. I know, and yeah. there's a lot they're doing it way better. But everyone feels like they have to right. include the comeuppance, the the you know the female character, and in the right context and, and written well it's really awesome and kick ass like i think valkyrie and ragnarok is great oh yeah you know and obviously yeah. captain marvel has some amazing moments in endgame and so you can handle it really well but then yeah this comment and i think they came out of nowhere i think because like, it's, it's not in a great movie too you're like be, that, yeah. that was just bad yeah. but so basically gene at a party she ends up like blowing some kids up they're not dead but like they're at a party and the phoenix force starts rising and all of a sudden she just has this huge explosion right and and she injures scott and and she realizes she's a danger to people when she wakes up. And so she just leaves and she goes to find her dad because she finds out from Professor X. Well, she like her those blocks that Professor X has put into her brain have started to break down. Yeah, the Phoenix Force is like yeah. getting, getting she's, past. Them. She's basically the, the Phoenix Force is basically rewriting her brain. Yeah. And un- removing all of those blocks. So she finds out that uh, we see a car crash than being in the movie. And it looks which was like- actually really well done. That it was, was fine. A good, yeah. It was all practical. It was yeah. well done. I think there's a lot of stuff in this movie well done. I just think the story overall isn't that great. But the action and stuff, I think it's pretty good. But so we think that both the parents are dead, although you do see the dad moving a little bit to where I question. I'm like, wait, he doesn't look dead. And so you find out Professor X says he is alive, but I, you don't know why. But he's like, but I did it for a reason. I had good reason to protect right. you, whatever. It's also, this is the trope that we always talk about, where it's like, these two characters can read each other's minds. Right. So they can get any information they want from each other at any point in time. But Profe- isn't Professor I'll, X strong enough to block people from... Not the Phoenix. Not her, but... But most, yeah, I mean, for the most part, he can block anybody. Not with the, her new powers, but usually he yeah, can yeah, keep he, his... Yeah. yeah, but I mean, now she know Like, all she has to do is watch his memory for about five more yeah. seconds, and it's like, 
oh, he's not the bad That's guy. That's true. You're right. For you storytelling know? purposes, <laughs> right. yes, you're right. So so she goes to that house and she finds the dad and she's looking around the house. There's not one picture of her. It's all the dead mom. Right. And so she realizes that he didn't miss her. Why isn't there a picture? She's getting all mad and she ends up she just... She attacks. And... Yeah. She, but the, the X-Men show up right. and then she's attacking all of them. They're like, come back with us. We can help you. And she doesn't want it. And she ends up killing Mystique. Mystique, which was, uh, you know, whatever. It was whatever. I, yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't expect it because I'm like, well, they keep, they love her in these movies and they keep making her a big deal. So I was happy once she went away. Right. But it definitely was not expected. No. Um, but it, it, but it was, at the same time, when you look at Rebecca Romaine and what she had to do mm-hmm. to be in that role, it's like, I mean, she was butt naked the entire time, had very little prosthetics on. And then they, I think they even let Jennifer Lawrence do that in first class. Like she has a similar... Yeah, makeup style. Oh, yeah, but by the time we're here, we're just like, no, no, no. We're just gonna paint her blue her, and put like one yeah. or two little flecks on her cheek. It's it didn't look <laughs> as bad as as it did in stills in the movie. It looked a little bit better, but it is like a lighter blue, very minimal makeup. You yeah. can tell her whole body. Obviously, it's like her head. Well, there are scenes where she transforms back into Jennifer Lawrence. I would be happier if they just did that the whole time than looking at the, <laughs> yeah. the cheap makeup. But anyway, she tries to help Jean, and then Jean I think acts. the film goer would too. Yeah. yeah, just because she's a big damn movie star. She's right. the biggest star. They got. Yeah. yeah. They tried to feed some BS of like, you know, Xavier's like, be yourself. This is who you are. Don't hide. But we're all like, yeah. No, 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 hide. Yeah, just yeah. get rid Do of that. Do us all thing. a favor and hide. So she tries to help Jean, and Jean's like, no, and then ends up killing her. Yeah, she guts her, basically. That. So Hank is very upset because they're a thing, I guess. I, are they? But I mean, you infer they're You a definitely thing. infer that. Like, yeah. I feel like she's trying to say that I love you. Oh, that, but it's, he, but also. That's why he's so mad. He's. But also, like, Hank is probably. He should be at least 15, 20 years younger than her. Well, let's not even. I mean, but, but, if we're going to get into the ages, I'm just the saying, timeline. like, they, they screwed their time. You know, X-Men Days of Future Past screws with their timeline. Like, it resets it. It brings back Famke Jensen. It does all kinds of weird stuff. And then they go into X-Men Apocalypse and... They're just like, no, 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 don't worry about That's it. That's the thing that I, and I don't think there is a way to explain it because it's just done wrong. But I mean, they see their old selves in future past, right? Oh, yeah. The like old the, cast the, and the, the new end, cast? Uh, no, but at the end of at the ends of Days of Future Past, they basically say we are everything that happened like before is gone. Like what Wolverine does resets a timeline. Oh, so none of that's supposed to matter anymore? Right. Well, because my point, but don't we see some of the old cast? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Scott Summers comes back. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. But but they all, yes, they all come back. So my point is, is that this takes place like 10 years or whatever, 8 years before X-Men, and they all look like kids right. like it, it doesn't it is, make it is sense. the hilarious thing with fastbender where it's like oh fastbender in 1962 fastbender in 1975 right. fastbender in 92 yeah. what the hell happened between 92 they, and 2000 they can't. Where he ends up looking like ian mckellen yeah it, they can't explain it. so that's why and i think the difference between and there's lots obviously but when you look at the mcu they care about that stuff those types sure. of mistakes do not happen and that's why the mcu is so <laughs> good here they're like Meh. Yeah, whatever. We wanted a movie every decade, and they caught up. Meh. <laughs> well, like there is no. So anyway, so Phoenix is taken, you know, taking them all out easily, and she's she killed takes Mystique. Off. And I and guess she goes to Genosha. And she flies away. That's the so the the island that they're on is Genosha, okay. which is like a, it was a big thing in the X Men comics that Magneto created this sanctuary for mutants. Oh, okay. And he was kind of in charge of that whole thing. Uh, so they kind of do that in this one, but they don't call it Geno. I don't. They don't call it anything. Yeah. So Jean goes there and she kind of sits down with 
uh, Magneto, who I got to tell you, like, he is the MVP of this movie. He's the best part of all these movies. He, I, I, Fassbender's sh- the best part if, of every if one of these If they movies. could bring one guy over, he's oh, yeah. the guy I would want to bring over. Because he's a great Magneto. actor, and he keeps being in crappy movies. And it's like, this guy can <laughs> act his ass off. Please make good movies. And he was he was a fantastic Magneto in first class. He, like, ha- he has been in all of them. He's yeah. great. That scene in Apocalypse, which everyone hates Apocalypse, but with his family watching them oh, die in yeah, front of him, yeah, like, yeah. Fassbender is the MVP of every one of these movies. Yeah. I'll say it every time. That is I true. like McAvoy and others, but Fassbender he keeps, is... He keeps trying... Like, in these movies, with the exception of First Class, First Class, I mean, he's not even the villain of First Class. Like, he becomes the villain, yeah. but not only, you know. But it's quite. But it's, it's quite, also yeah. like, he keeps trying to go away. And like, they keep, keep going to. He keeps trying to live his own life. Like, he has his and family. And not be the villain. And, and not be the villain. Like, hey, what's We're going to kill your family. Or Gene shows up. We're like, I'm going to fudge everything up yeah. here for you. And he's like, well, you killed Raven. You're, I'm going to kill you. It's like, just. The guy's trying not to be a villain. Yeah. Let him not be a villain. He really is in every movie. <laughs> so then you get the deal that, like, because in the previous movies, he has this romantic relationship with, with, Dark, with, with Mystique. Yeah. And Hank is now in a romantic relationship. So Hank ends up leaving Professor X because he's mad. You know, he's right. kind of goes and does his own thing. They have, I Actually, I enjoyed that scene between the two of them where Hank pretty much calls him out. Yeah. And McAvoy's just like, what? What I do? Yeah, he like typical bully he fashion. Acts he's like, like he well, hasn't do, what do done mean? anything. He's like, think about yeah. the, what about me? I just yeah. lost my stepsister. It's like, mm, yeah, probably not the route <laughs> you want to take, given what you just did. So now she shows up, and and Fastbender's like, you know, leave here and get out and, of here. And then she has drawn the military yeah. in and because of what she did at her dad's house now the military's after her right and the military guys are like we don't want you magneto like yeah, you're, you're good. cool we want her and then she's like taking their helicopters and right. twisting them and throwing them and like you know they're flying away and all that and, yeah. and so she's causing all this crap that's making people more scared of mutants and it's like we just got out of days <laughs> of future past you know a couple movies ago where right. they kind of made amends and now and we're she's here. screwing everything back and now. i do like that the the x phone is disconnected yeah so like they've got this phone that's got a big x on it it's like a direct line to this is a real thing i'm not even making <laughs> that up uh, oh, a real like thing a, in real life yeah, yeah, he has yeah, an X phone. phone. Oh, okay. so like Professor X can call, like the pro- the president can call Professor X yeah. and say, "We need the X Men," and he was like, "We're on." I it. like that it's a red phone that looks just like the Batman. No, phone. it was black. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, I've just in my head. I'm but like, it had like a red. giant red X. It had a, it Maybe had that's a giant, what it was. Red, okay. a giant X on it. So like, the, and it's the, under a glass yeah. like, <laughs> jar. This <laughs> is the shortest turnaround time for the Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> so like, he picks it up after all of this has gone on, and the guy's like, uh, "The president won't be taking your calls." Click. Like, yeah. And so he goes, this phone will no so, longer so be. Yeah. Used. So now the government's all against them because of what Gene is doing. All the X Men are mad at Xavier because of him putting them in danger, and they're kind of their points are valid like this dude just keeps sending them in not thinking of them but wanting the accolades you know what i just thought of you know a great way to introduce wolverine into these movies What's into that? the mcu mm-hmm. is you f- so cap is in the past right mm-hmm. so he's running around what if he goes back in the past and he ends up getting in a war fighting whatever fight and he's fighting alongside james howlett yeah and that's how you introduce and then would he travel forward to be with the rest of the people? No, he could, he could just he. But that's how you say, look, he's here. Yeah. And then you just let that story progress where he gets captured. Oh, and then by he doesn't really age, so he could yeah, still be young. Right, right. Okay, and then got he it. shows, and then like he's been, uh, he hasn't been, you know, 
he's kind of been doing his own thing and staying yeah. out of the limelight. Now you've got I'll, Wolverine. I'll give it to too. him. The only reason you should ever watch X-Men Origins Wolverine is the opening. Oh, it's great. I mean, you watch that and you throw it. You yeah, t- burn it. You say, I've seen it once. <laughs> you snap it in half yeah. and you have to that buy is it. A, that is a great yeah. opening. You have yeah. to buy it again and then break it every time yeah, just right. to prove <laughs> that it's so terrible. But the opening's good. But that's what I mean. That's just, I was just thinking like, because yeah, they've, no, they've fought good, yeah. like and there's they've told stories of them fighting yeah. together pre-weapon yeah. x so meanwhile so then you're wondering when does jessica chastain come into all this they're aliens that show up to earth and they end up ta- she takes over a woman's body who is right. played by jessica chastain who look i gotta tell you looks and sounds just like emma frost yeah I could like see i mean she's yeah. wearing the white all oh, she's wearing all white she's got the bright yeah. white hair and i was like okay make her similar to emma yeah. and who was played by january jones in first class we don't talk about that yeah. part because that was like one of the very bad parts of that movie but why, why do i yeah i you see in she my was, head i'm like that wasn't margot robbie because that, that would have been Jan- great january she, january jones yeah. was coming off of mad men yeah right? so they were trying to make her into mm. a star and they tried. In my head, maybe I wanted it to be Margot Robbie. I have that for some reason. I'm just like. <laughs> I will say there are some like Dazzlers in this movie. I was completely shocked. So the scene where they're doing like the big party with the X Men. Yeah. Dazzler is the one with the lights, and yeah, like, yeah. that's her character. It's like she was a pop star mm. who basically could just throw lights. Yeah. Like, she's kind of like Jubilee, which is like I don't. So she you makes... don't really have anything like. Why are you on this team that fights have, people? They have a race. They, okay, so ever, a, what if they fight in the dark? <laughs> that's true. Totally but like fixes. she had, she had like the remember that, remember that Dazzler number one where it's like you know the very disco. It was very disco. I know she exactly. looks just like that. Gotcha. She's got the eye paint, the bodysuit, the whole that's painful. Yeah, but playing like an eighties pop song or nineties pop song. So meanwhile, so Jessica Chastain and these aliens, they want the Phoenix Force, and they and they see that it is on Earth because of Gene, and right. so they track it down. And so their plan is to turn Gene against the X-Men and to have her use the power with them. Just like Magneto tried to turn Gene in X3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Kinsberg, like, I don't, I guess he's a producer. I guess it's what he does. But he is bereft of original ideas he was like can i just read that my x-men 3 script and i'll just try to <laughs> fix that again so and the whole thing i mean i mean you can hit some bullet points but the whole deal ah, is doesn't matter. the x-men are mad at xavier uh gene is being is they're trying to convince gene to fight with them yeah uh and then she's there she's like mad at everybody she's she's with chastain's character and then basically at the very end they reveal that there's five more seconds of memory that make charles xavier the hero not the bad guy yeah. yes exactly and then it's like oh <laughs> the dad is like yeah i don't want her and xavier's like yeah she can come live with us so if she would have watched that five right, seconds right you're right it's that yeah could just watch five more seconds if of you that memory, the rest of that memory everything would have been fine yeah. So, so yeah so they jessica chastain tries to oh and meanwhile uh, chastain is like if she won't do it then i'll, I'll just do it take it from her right yeah. so they gene you know there's a big fight on like a train that was kind of cool i thought this was great and this is the entire ending is reshot yeah oh really okay so the original ending was going to have um the bad guys the from captain marvel the scrolls yeah i believe that's the original was going to have them. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. They're shapeshifters. Yeah. So it was supposed to be them, and that's and and how the fl- why didn't they make it the Sheer the Sheire or whatever like I, that? There's like a whole alien race yeah. that are integrated into the X Men. I don't world. know. I guess he wanted them in this movie, and so when they did it, then they're like, "Oh crap!" So they had to scrap that idea because they were going to go into outer space and they were going to fight them. And it was like, "Wow, this sounds really similar to Captain Marvel." And then oh. and so, so there's an article on Cosmic Book News that says that Disney was like change your ending yeah. because of Captain. Marvel. I didn't realize that there was a whole. Oh well, that's why. So, but this whole ending they do, so they end up having the fight take place on a train, and I think. 
think it's a really good action set. It's piece. not bad. It's I not, think it's, it's really good. They're yeah. all, all the, so the X Men that are still around. So you have like Hank, you have, you have Nightcrawler, Hank Storm, Nightcrawler, Professor X. Storm is good in this. They use Storm. She was fine. Yeah, I mean she's. I, I think she's better than the Holly Berry stuff. I mean, you're setting the bar pretty low. But I mean, <laughs> but it's like, but they, it's like she's a great character, and they use her so poorly, and it just comes off as a joke Do in the past. Do you know who the other character who can pick up Thor's hammer is? Who? Storm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She, her, and Captain America are the only other two in the in the MCU yeah. in the Marvel universe. That sounds. I think I've seen that comic, yeah. and I just uh, forgot about the, it. But in the DC universe, there's two as well. Oh, Bruce Wayne. Nope. No, Superman. he can't. No, Superman and Wonder Woman. Are the only two that could pick it Batman up. Batman can tell no. He's not worthy. Oh. He's he's not worthy. Yeah. He shoots people with machine guns, Kevin. Well, that, that's not the one <laughs> I was talking about. No, Superman and Captain so, and Wonder Woman. So, and up. then do you know who the bad guy mutants are that are fighting? There's a guy that whips his hair around. I'm not so, familiar with him. So, it looked like they were trying to... So, Warpath or, or his brother... Uh, James Proudstar, I think well, that he looked similar. Okay, but like that's not what his mutant power was. Okay, I, I feel like they may have wanted to introduce a more mutants, but they were just like, "What's the point?" Like because that guy sticks around for a while, and yeah. they never tell you his yeah, name. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. No, they that. never mentioned. I mean, he, he kind of looked like Bishop, but he wasn't black. Uh, and but he kind of had that warpath kind of look. Um, but yeah, that so the big fight. Uh. They release Jean Grey. Jean Grey sees the extra memory in this scene. She realizes that we have to get this into outer space. Meanwhile, all the military did capture the good and the bad mutants. Right. So now you've got the government trying to capture all the mutants because of Jean Grey's crap. So bad guys, good guys, they're all locked up and they have the inhibitors on them. Right. Um, they cut them all. It, that doesn't matter. And so all the bad guy mutants are killing, slaughtering just easily the, the yeah, humans. Bad guy aliens. And yeah, and one of the yeah. guards finally goes and unlocks them. You know, because they're like, yeah, you're going to die without us, the, the cliche. And right. the guards are like, oh, see you later. We're going to go fight. Shoop. So one of them finally does it. They all get loose. Magneto is is just completely bad. Like he, they do his, they use his powers the right way. He looks. He picks that, up a train car and crushes <laughs> the bad guys. It was awesome. It. Like he <laughs> does really really awesome. cool stuff. It's it's crazy. Like there, are, we talk about how sometimes uh, comic book version of costumes do not work on screen for whatever reason. They have uh, darkened that helmet where like the helmet I think originally was like a, a red and a purple. Yeah, and it this one it's ridiculous. like it's like a gray and black and yeah. man. It is effective. Like it's a good looking. He looks. He looks awesome. Yeah. Man. It's for some reason he can walk around with that crazy helmet, <laughs> and it looks. It's great. I think Fastbender is just so good that you're like, yeah, yeah that dude. So we won't talk about Assassin's Creed, but no. So I mean, they're they're fighting, and eventually, I don't know what happens. Uh, Gene pulls that one alien into outer space. Uh, oh yeah, that's the other. Well, no, I guess that's a different movie. So having seen Brightburn recently, oh sure. In my mind, yeah. When she flies, yeah, and then like he, she, she disintegrates the. I just thought Jean Grey basically takes out everybody. Yeah, um, disintegrates this last alien, and then the process blows up herself. But because she's the phoenix, like she always comes. That's yeah. the thing about Jean Grey is they actually just brought her back, and she's been gone for a while in comics, and they just brought her back. So she just like floats around and eventually reforms. Yeah, basically, okay. like and but and she uh, sometimes she has more control over the Phoenix Force, and sometimes yeah. she do- it doesn't. You know, she doesn't know how to use it yet. It would make sense that she would be gone and like you don't see her for. But a while. But here's the crazy thing, right? Yeah, she has it in X Men One. Yeah, no two. Yeah, it debut like she does oh, right. it again in X Men Two. Like. 
a decade just, later, and it's ever it's a shock to everybody. It's just like, but but that's the thing they don't line up. <laughs> they their grand plan to have these all meet up, Joe. I don't know if you realize this. It did not work it did out. Not. It would have honestly, it would have worked if they would have just stopped at Days of Future Past and then tried. Yes, they could have f- course corrected. You could imagine right. the adventures they would go on, sure. whatever. But now you've got the the core yeah. X Men back. But yeah, so then she but they erased up. it all. Remember, they it doesn't did. have to meet up as you said. So yeah. see, they gave themselves now. Big mess. They changed the timeline, so now everything is original. So you can't say she knows it next right. to because she doesn't. They changed oh, it. But now it becomes the the Jean Grey school for gifted learning. Yeah, I'm like, which is a thing. Like it okay. does become that in the comics. Like she, they do change the really? name. Really? Yes. Okay. Because I'm but why like, would they after- change the name? I have no idea. I mean, they keep the names of people on things when they I think, die. I, I, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, so then Hank takes over as the headmaster uh, of because Xavier quits. Yeah, and that's walks a, away. but and this is such a weird thing to end it on this note because obviously they intended more story after this. But we leave with Jean Grey is dead. Yes. Xavier, well, we know she's. We well, see the phoenix fly over, but we don't know what that. I'm just saying, like, as far as this movie, without knowing how it works, sure. if you're going to this movie without comic knowledge and they don't tell you this, you would have to research it on your own. Yeah, you know. So we leave with Jean Grey's dead. Xavier has left the school and Hank's in charge. It's <laughs> called the Jean Grey School. Like they leave this franchise <laughs> in shambles. It's like. Ah, whatever what a weird way to, to leave this 12 movie franchise yeah it's, it's it, very odd um but i will tell you what though seriously so again i saw it i saw this at 10 o'clock at night in imax opening weekend one other person no one on their phones no one being irritating i just sat back i watched this movie and i'm like it's pretty cool i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the things they tackled there are obviously a lot of problems yes, and we don't have the are. time to get into all of them, but there are issues with the movie, but I by no means think this is an awful movie. Uh, I, I thought it was atrocious. I, I, I just, I don't think so. I, I think that the actors are good. I think that they brought th- up some really interesting man, points. I think the actors are terrible. I don't like any of them at all. Mm. I don't, uh, I don't with like, the Sophie, of, with the exception of McAvoy and yeah. Fassbender. Yeah. I could, you could kill like if this uh, cast, the ready player one kid is Cyclops. Ugh. Not a fan of that one. Well, it's also tough because Cyclops is a hard character to because yeah. you're not supposed to like Cyclops. No, that's the bottom line, and that's Isn't why he's if, supposed to be the leader. Oh yeah, they make they make yeah, yeah. Mystique the leader, but Cyclops yeah, yeah. should be the one in yeah. charge of the team. So, like, if I were to recast this, uh, yeah. I would Dan Stevens is who oh, I would pick as. I love Legion so Scott much. Scott Summers, it's so weird. I love it so much. Uh, Jane Levy, who the aged gap is a little wonky, but okay. she would be my Jean Grey. Okay, uh, Wyatt Russell is your Wolverine, of course. Uh, and I, who was the gal, the gal who was also in Ready Player One, oh the other, wh- whoever that gal, Olivia Artemis, something. the real, whoever yes. played Artemis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is your, like, if you were to, if I were to do this, she is your, uh, audience. No, she's your Kitty Pride. Oh, Kitty Pride. But yeah. she, but she, it, it's Kitty, that story is Kitty Pride joining the X-Men, yeah. right? So she is the audience. She's your avatar yeah. going into this world where everything is already there. So you're like it, it would be a Kitty Pride movie. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. That that was um, uh, Ellen Page, right? In, in the original in the, yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Days of Future yes. Past, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, uh, True Blood was was, was Rogue, Rogue yeah. yeah, and a pack one, and a pack one. Yeah. But yeah, like it, and then you can cast figure out your cast from there. Yeah, but I think those those are the, I mean those those three are the ones that you need to cast. 
I, I think to sum it up, it's just this movie, it's very sad that this is the way they've ended this franchise, this version of the franchise, because you got to remember, I mean, X-Men 2000. Yeah. I mean, you know, Blade was around. I mean, if you really want to talk about it, but yeah. I mean, but it didn't get as big as X-Men. I mean, X-Men 2000 started this whole superhero resurgence. Yeah. 20 years and, ago. And they've made some really great movies. Really they made bad some. Ones. They made some bad ones, but they've made some really great ones. And now it's over with this one, and it's just like, man, this is kind of an end of an end of the era. Like, there, you're not going to get the the MCU stuff, like the Marvel stuff that wasn't Disney. This is it. This is your last one. And, yeah. and it, you know, it makes you wonder because you know Hollywood isn't good about letting a franchise go out on top, right? And uh, so it makes me wonder. At some point, will we see the MCU just kind of fizzle out like this? I, just don't, I, I know. don't know. That's a great question. Do, do does Disney allow that to happen? Because, I mean, nobody can keep that track record going forever. No. You know, and so, and I don't think they're going to, you know. It's like Pixar. They made the, the Good Dinosaur. That was their first actual flop. Right. And we thought, well, I mean, they just never happened until that. Right. And then you're like, oh. And so I just wonder, like, will they, will they you know be able to say and we're done or will it just eventually be like oh i guess nobody cares anymore yeah i think it just kind of quietly goes away what if you i mean if that's the case maybe you switch to the service to the streaming service and you start doing smaller movies or maybe six episode tv shows or something they'll have to be making a lot less money i mean because the thing is though i mean what do you consider a failure when these movies yeah, cost, that's a great these, point these movies cost 200 million to make and they make 1.5 billion 1 billion on a bad day yeah. like if it costs 200 and they make 700 they're still making a couple hundred million like yeah, right. and what i mean they're gonna have to really do poorly which I don't know how anytime soon that could happen. Maybe in phase five, you know, well, but you I, got Spider-Man, you right. got Guardians, like you've got hot properties. Oh, I, know. I mean, I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, yeah. but it's, it, I mean, but I, okay. Do you like, I'm curious, honestly, like is Thor two a failure? Like financially? No, but I mean that people consider that pretty bad, but I mean, no one even think it's a blip. It's a speed bump. You right. Know? And now I mean, part of what they've got going for them is they have so much content in the chamber ready yeah. to go right. that when they do hit hit a speed bump, it that's exactly what it is. They, they're they not just going to like hit the escape right valve right. and and bail on the whole franchise at this point. So they're going to have to hit a couple yeah. snags in a row. Yeah. Because it's like I, it just bl- it blew my mind realizing that Spider Man's next month. Oh yeah, we just got done with Endgame, the <laughs> second highest grossing movie of all time, fifty million dollars under Avatar. So basically, the highest grossing movie of all it time. Should, it should break because and it'll get if a you bump. don't I if think you don't count if you don't Spider-Man. count Avatar's re release. To be fair, initial run it's higher than Avatar. Oh okay, so they could re release this again. Maybe someday it will be well, higher. But uh, you got to think it's going to get a bump when Spider Man comes out. It could. People if it's are, still in there, they yeah. think it might be gone. Oh, really? Weekend. But the point is, we just had this huge culture redefining moment in, in film, and then it's like Spider-Man's out a month from now. That just blows my mind that they have that kind of you know stuff ready to go. Are they where right. it's like, is that it, though? Are they done for the year after Spider-Man? I think they are. They don't have a... Oh yeah, because they got Star Wars. Yeah. So Disney has their other... Right, yeah. right, right. So, but yeah, I think, I think we'll see that... I, I believe we'll see that MCU slate in San Diego. Yeah. I think we'll see the phase four slate in San Diego. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they have in store. I mean, we kind of we know, know. We know that it's Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, the Eternals, Guardians, th- two, Guardians 3, Doctor Strange 2, and Black Panther 2. 
They're going to do that in San Diego and not D23? Is there a D23 this year? I thought there was one every year. Uh, no, it's, it's every, every other. No, it's every, every other year. year. Yeah. So oh, I think okay. last year was D23. Gotcha. This year is San Diego. Yeah. It'll be so it'll be interesting to see, you know, and, and I, I know that, you know, I Ant-Man or Guardians. I was like, nope, nope, nope. The, yeah. I feel like the Eternals. I love Gar- I love Ant-Man, but I feel like that's the one that, like, if they want to make room for this other stuff, I think Ant-Man's going to have to go to, like, an every other phase or just, like, yeah. throw them into your other, you know, like, it could be, like, like Ant-Man and the Wasp was. It could be Ant-Man and... Well, I think, I think I think you'll get from now on. You'll get Ant Man and the Wasp. That's yeah. what you're going to get. Is no, that, but I don't that. think they're going to get their own movie. Is my point. I th- oh. anytime soon. I think they got to make room. You just added Black Panther and Spider Man. Like right. all these people are coming in. Yeah, You've, the, you the Eternals is the big one. Like that's. I mean, if they, I feel like that's the one where they're just like we can spin off. Like if we have Hercules, like in the Eternals, and we ha- we happen to lose Hemsworth. We can flip Hercules in for Thor because they're basically the same character. Yeah, you know. Oh, I see. So actually, bring in Hercules and have him do like you can forget the rest of the Eternals and be like, but we had Hercules and people liked that one character, so we can just move him in. Good call. Try him out, see what works, and you can move him in. Right. So, yeah, they've got unlimited. I mean, the Marvel, the stuff they own now with Fox, right. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be the X-Men versus the Avengers. Like, that's what we're going to get. It's that's going to happen. (laughs) I I mark my words at some point. It's not going to not be phase five. Yeah. Maybe in phase six. You think that might be the big showdown? I think the big showdown next will be Galactus. Yeah. That'll be your next big thing. But you are going to get X-Men versus Avengers. All right. Okay. Well, you heard it here. You heard it here. So goodbye. Fox X Men. Yeah, yeah, goodbye, goodbye, Fox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that too. The Fox. Are they the Fox Men or is this the X Men? The X Men. Whatever you want to call it's them. The X Men. <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And you can find uh, the show online at facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Also, don't have don't forget, we're available on Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get bonus content and maybe you'll even be on the show. Who knows? So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Mid in Black International, or if you're fancy, International. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and until next time, Virgil stays behind. Please welcome Sophie Turner. Hey, baby shark. Hey, mommy shark.